It is Thursday, and that means only one thing around here. It's time to talk sports with the crew from Sports Central. This segment of the show is brought to you by the folks here at Hall Communications. I'm going to hand you over to our hosts on the other side of the glass, Justin and Paul Laferriere. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this Thursday's edition of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin, and back and better than ever is the man, the myth, the legend <laughs> himself, Mr. Paul Laferriere, my father. He happened to be in town. We made a Bell South call to the bullpen and brought him in for this evening's edition. How are you, man? There you go. Always, always glad to help. <laughs> that, that, that jog from the bullpen is getting tough at my age, but I'm still managing to get it done. Hey, you could still get it. You could still uh, rear back and, and throw it for uh, one inning, man. <laughs> there you go. You'd still be a closer. Yep. Um, but uh, as always, folks, we got a jam-packed show for you this evening. Uh, we're going to talk some local update, let you know what's going on in the baseball diamond here in the high school. And... Uh, Collegiate side as well, some things going on in uh, golf, softball, that good stuff. We'll talk uh, MLB, NBA playoffs in full swing, NHL playoffs in full swing. Of course, we'll wrap the show up with our usual local update and let you know what events are coming up here in Central Florida's Polk County. So let's not waste any time and jump right into it. Something that's near and dear to both our hearts, and that's uh, high school baseball here in Polk County. Yes, indeed. Lakewood Christian rallied from a six-run deficit to defeat Santa Fe Catholic in a 10-run Mercy Rule victory in last week's district championship game. In the Class 2A Region 2 quarterfinals, the two teams met again, and it was a pitcher's duel with a sixth-inning rally by LCS that won the matchup 3-1. LCS hosts Bishop McLaughlin at 7 p.m. on Friday in the regional semis. McKeel Baseball, they've been on fire as of late, winning 12 out of their last 13. They defeated Lake Region 11-1 in the Class 4A Region 3 quarterfinals. They are two games from the state tournament. McKeel uh, currently sit number two in the region. They're going to play host to number three, Tampa Jefferson, 4 p.m. this Friday in the region semis. Lake Wales Baseball. Lake Wales shut out Bellevue in a five-inning, 10-0 Mercy Rule game. From the start, the Highlanders were on top as they had a six-run first inning that pretty much decided the outcome. Lake Wales will play Pine Ridge next in the regional semifinal game at home starting at 7 p.m. on Friday. I'll tell you, man, This uh, good luck to Lake and Christian McKeel and Lake Wales boys as they uh, pursue a state tournament bid. Uh, speaking from firsthand experience, uh, there's nothing... Uh, nothing like it. Nothing like it, yeah. for sure. Speaking from firsthand experience uh, as a parent... <laughs> They got to watch some of that stuff. I still have a silver medal that my son gifted yes. me with way back in the day. <laughs> that one still stings. That uh, <laughs> We should have won that game. But nevertheless, it uh, it just goes to show you that uh, you can't take any opponent for granted. That's right. Um, because uh, unfortunately, we lost back in way back, way, way back in almost <laughs> yeah. 20 years ago yep. in 2004. But uh, again, good luck to the boys Lake and Christian McKeel and Lake Wales as they pursue a state tournament bid and hopefully bring home some more hardware here to Polk County. On the college side, Southeastern University softball has landed an at-large bid in the NAIA National Tournament. will head to number four, Southern Oregon, as the two-seed in the Ashland opening round bracket. The opening round play for the Fire begins Monday, May 15th at 2 p.m. as they take on number three-seeded Reinhardt University. Good luck to the Fire. Absolutely. How about a little golf? Florida Southern College men's golf. Sunshine State Conference released the 2022-23 men's golf all-conference teams along with golfer of the year, freshman of the year, and coach of the year. With that, FSC's Tyler Mastretta earned the freshman of the year honors while Adam Alvarez tabbed a second-team all-SSC selection. The mocks will play May 11th through the 13th in Davie, Florida for the NCAA Division II South-Southeast Regional. Start time is 820 
A.M. Go Mox. Absolutely. I'm always reminded, being that's a, that's my alma mater, I'm always reminded of the Globo Gym Purple Cobras from Dodgeball with the the, the tap-tap hiss <laughs> yeah. um, with the Mox. So there you go. They're going to be doing that on the golf course. Probably do that not. again for us. What was that? Got it. Yeah. Don't make me do that again. Weber University baseball, the Warriors baseball team had five all-conference selections last week. The three Warriors selected for first-team all-conference were Angel Diaz, who led just about every category in batting, Blaine, uh, excuse me, Huter, a top-five ranked pitcher in the conference, and Dylan Martin, another top-ranked pitcher. The two second-team all-conference players were Tommy Diaz and Drake Dobonyaski. Congrats to those five gentlemen. Absolutely. A little more college baseball. Warner University senior Josh Strickland's historic five-year career at Warner University comes to an end. During his five-year tenure, he broke a few career stat records that have stood in the program for over 20 years. Strickland broke the all-time games played record with 228 games, as well as the all-time record for bats with 767, and most importantly, the all-time singles record with 203. His contributions to the team helped them qualify for the Sun Conference Tournament along with the NAIA opening round in 2022. And lastly, staying on the baseball diamond, Polk State College head coach Al Corbeil has nothing but praise to say about his group of guys. Although Polk State may not have finished exactly how they wanted to this season, he claims they battled each and every game. Polk State had 11 sophomores going on to four-year schools and 13 freshmen who got a little taste of postseason baseball. That's a young squad. That, that, that is a very young squad. There. So uh, I, uh, I'd i look be on the lookout for Polk State next year with those 13 freshmen getting uh, some quality reps. Exactly. We'll see what happens. And it looks like they're going to have a few guys drafted too or at least moving on to four-year schools. So good for them. It's always been a good program. It has, for sure. Uh, of course, uh, under the tutelage of Bing Tyus there for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who really knows how many years? That was yeah. a while. Yeah. <laughs> Bing's still around. He's still uh, yeah. still around on the baseball diamond. Good for him. Um, uh, we're going to uh, we're gonna wait to talk a little MLB baseball. I want to touch real quick on the NHL playoffs before uh, we go to break here. And we get the, hit, the hook pulled on us. Uh, NHL currently sitting in the second round of the playoffs right now. Um, going on tonight, we've got uh, the New Jersey Devils. Taking on the Carolina Panthers and the Seattle Kraken at the Dallas Stars. Right now, those series, Carolina's up 3-1 over the Devils and the Kraken, who uh, coming off their first franchise postseason series win. The first year. Currently tied 2-2, second year. Aren't isn't they, it? Are they first year or second year? Second year, I believe. Uh, they uh, they were expansion last still, year. What is wrong with the expansion draft in the NHL when these teams are making? <laughs> yeah, well, you look at the, that's the second team. Vegas did it. Right, Went to Vegas the finals made it to the, in the finals. Year. Their first year yeah. in Seattle, now in their second year, is in the second round. I don't know. Maybe they need to relook at that. I understand paying your dues to some degree, but those guys certainly aren't. I mean, no. you know, okay, good for them. Obviously, they've done a great job putting the team together. Absolutely. Tomorrow night, you got the Florida Panthers taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Florida up 3-1 in that series. That's amazing. Uh, we're not going to talk about that series because no. uh, the Florida Panthers knocked off our Bruins, but hey, they are still cru- in mourning. They're cruising right now. And the Edmonton Oilers have uh, they have their series tied up against the Vegas Golden Knights, two yep. two. Uh, they take them on Friday night as well. So those are the playoff series going on right now. A few surprises, I would think, obviously with uh, you know the stalwarts like Boston not being there, Pittsburgh didn't even make the postseason. Tampa's out uh, yeah. as well. Colorado, the defending uh, yep. Stanley Cup champions, were bounced in the first round by Seattle. So uh, obviously going to have uh, going to have a new team hoist- hoisting the uh, Stanley Cup later this. 
this year. It'd be cool to see Seattle do it. I would. I, I was just fixed to say I'd love to see Seattle or Vegas, or Vegas do it. Either one. We'll see. Uh, I mean, our old friend Bruce Cassidy at Vegas in Vegas out there. It'd be nice. Yeah. That's gonna do it, ladies and gentlemen, for segment one. Stay tuned. We come back. Segment two of Sports Central here on Talk Radio ninety six point seven. And we're back. It's segment two time for Sports Central. Brought to you by BSN Sports. On the other side of the glass, and your host for the evening, Justin and Paul LaFerriere. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment two of Sports Central here on Talker Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. That's Paul. Talker Sports with you this evening. We lit, we gave you some insights into the high school and college side of things, and we're going to jump into MLB because uh, in the LaFerriere household, it is the number one sport. Amen. And... Uh, we love talking uh, Major League Baseball, baseball in general, but uh, Major League Baseball uh, for certain. So let's jump into it, man. Let's talk a little local team here. Obviously, Detroit Tigers just completed their, gosh, don't quote me on this, 86th or 87th uh, season of spring training here in Lakeland. Longest relationship between a Major League franchise and a spring training home. With with all the teams that you see just chase the money or oh, yeah. chase the deals and and they'll be here for a few more years. They'll be here over 100 years. That's awesome. With their current agreement. But anyway, uh, Tigers, uh, we were just looking at this. They currently sit, going into tonight, their game tonight, currently sitting at 17-19. and 19. They are in second place in the AL Central with the Minnesota Twins winning this afternoon. The Tigers currently sit three games back in the AL Central of uh, the Minnesota Twins. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. And... Uh, Surprising a few people, I think. Count me into that. <laughs> you know, if somebody would have told me 35, 40 games in, the Tigers would be three games out, I, I would have told them they were nuts. Yeah. I would not have took that bet. Now, mind you, it is it is the AL Central, which happens to be, at this point— One of the, the worst, if not the worst. Yeah. you know, Division. I mean, yeah. When, when the Yankees are last in the East and would be first in the Central, that says something about the balance of power in the American League. Absolutely. Uh, the Tigers, I was reading something— uh, Earlier today, uh, I believe it was their Toronto series, so a few games back, Javi Baez gets benched. Obviously, Javi Baez, by payroll standards, by contract standards, their their star yeah. position player, um, $180-something million that he got over six years. Right. Anyway, he's benched by A.J. Hinch mm-hmm. for a base-running blunder. Forgot how many outs there were. Right. And um, gets benched. Comes back the next game, and he's been on an absolute tear. Terror ever since. He's hit th- his first three home runs of the season. He's batting well over 300. What the heck? Well, you know what? Kudos to him because a, a lot of guys, especially in the big leagues, would take a benching and say, oh, you're trying to embarrass me and, right. and go in a shell. And, and this guy obviously looked in the mirror and said, you know what? He's not wrong, and, and I need to wake up, and I need to do some things differently. And the guy's been on a tear. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't slumping at the beginning of the year. On purpose? No. But nonetheless, it was the wake-up call he needed from the sounds of things. And, uh, you know. That's a, uh, that's a bold move by Hinch. Oh, yeah. But that's that's a move as a manager you need to make. Yeah. You set the tone. You set the culture in your clubhouse. It is. And that's a way to do it right there. Exactly. And exactly. now you see how Baez has responded. Yep. Which, and, and Hinch didn't embarrass the guy. He no. didn't call him out. He didn't, you know, he's very professional about it. But at the same time, he sent the message to not only Baez, but the other 24 guys, 25 guys now in the – in you the play, clubhouse. You're going to play hard. Yeah, you're going to play hard or you're not going to play. Right. You know, and when they can do it to the star, you know, if you're that 26 guy, yeah. you're not jogging anywhere. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, growing up in, in the game, you know, playing for 15 years, you yourself played it for many years as growing up as well as a young man. 
the mental errors are what frustrate the heck out of, out of coach. coaches. Yeah. Yep, that's right. You know, you as long as you're trying, the physical errors are going to happen it's, because we're all human. Right. But the mental errors, especially there's, at that level. There's no reason. You know, I mean, in, in high school ball, you forget how many outs are. Right. You can expect to get yelled at. Absolutely. <laughs> I won't yeah. call out any names, but uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, got that. I didn't forget any outs, but uh, not that I remember anyway. But if had you done that, you absolutely would have got an earful. Yeah. And uh, that's good. Good for Hinch. For like you said, for doing that to the star, yep. And now you see the results and that are happening. And good for Baez for taking it and responding the way, the way he and has. Responding the way he has. Absolutely, certainly I agree. helped the team. I agree. Hey, t- speaking of Tigers, speaking of uh, former Tigers, you and I were just talking in the break about a couple uh, former Tigers pitchers currently on the same team. Yep. Currently pitching for the New York Mets. Yep. Now, of course, talking Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander. This year alone, those two pitchers. Making $86 million. (laughs) You ready for this? Their combined ERA in 27 innings pitched, 5.29 ERA. They are a, I don't know what that is. What's F4? I don't know what that stat is. It's a negative two. Can't be good. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's so many different stats now. Right. Uh, But we're gonna when you compare those two former Tigers pitchers, the current the current situation they're in with the Mets, the money they're making, to our other local team that plays here, well, just across the bay anyway, the Tampa Bay Rays. They're pitching payroll as a whole, twenty two million. Yeah. So yeah, twenty five percent. Yeah, a fourth of what those two guys are making for the Mets. The Rays ERA combined 2.93 in a total of 322 innings pitched. <laughs> so, Who's getting more bang for their buck in that deal? I'll tell you, man. So yeah. let's let's stick with the Rays here, man. We talked a little AL East. Of course, probably the toughest uh, division in all of baseball right now. The Rays yeah. sitting at 29-9. and nine. Just Unbelievable. Four and a half games up on the Orioles, uh, who are in second place in the East. I, yeah. I mean— and the Orioles just beat them two out of three. We, year after year, you and I have sat here in these two chairs and said year after year. Don't know how they do it. What in the world? <laughs> I know. I mean, they've got some household names. Of course, you talk, uh, uh, Rosarena made a name for himself in the World Baseball Classic. Right. But you talk guys like Wander Franco. Yeah. Beyond a Rosarena and Wander Franco, can uh, Brandon Lau? <laughs> I get him confused with Josh Lau. From, right. Me too. Yeah. Who's their yeah. best pitcher right now? McClanahan. McClanahan. Yeah. Okay. Anybody well, else? Well, <laughs> well, the first, yeah, the first, first name that came to mind was Tyler Glass now. But I mean, he's not the guy even hasn't pitching. Pitched in, right. You know, it's the, the amazing job these guys do from a player development standpoint all the way up through the minor in, league system out. and then cash at the major league level. The guy should be winning manager of the year every, every year. single year. Yeah. I mean, we say that. But he's doing it every year, so I guess it, from that standard, he can't win it's manager of the year. Amazing, it, it is amazing. You it's know, what unbelievable he's what he's doing yeah. over there in Tampa right now. Yeah, kudos to them. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, like I said, whether or not they, you know, you see a lot of stuff on social media, people tell you, yeah, yeah, they're always the champs of April and May and so on and so right. forth. Hey, you know what? Injuries happen, but, you know, so who knows? But uh, the, the one plus, I think, for them and maybe for the rest of the American League East is the way the schedule is now. 
what do they play 14 times a year instead of 19 now? Right. So, you know, they're not beating up on each other for, right. you know. I'll take that. And they, yeah, they get to play the AL Central and the NL West and some of those. Some of those other, yeah, those other divisions that right. aren't so stacked. Right. Speaking of some of those other divisions, man, how about the Pittsburgh Pirates? We were talking about them as well, but now we're now what? Um, not, I guess a month and a half, if you will. Uh, but you said it, what, 40, 50 games into yeah. the season. The Pirates are in first place still. Yeah. And they were 1-9. and nine. What? They're 1-9 in one their nine last, nine last 10, 10, and they're still, and they're in, still first in first place. <laughs> that tells you how far in front they were. Yeah. Uh, the Brewers in second place in the NL Central, a half game back of the Pirates, are 2-8 and eight in their last 10. <laughs> yeah. It's unreal. Yeah, the poor Cardinals, uh, you know, who obviously uh, I don't think too many people would have bet against no. them running away with that division, and, and they're dead last at thirteen and twenty-five, and still only what at thirteen and twenty-five, eight games out. Yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. So they get hot. Who knows? Before we go to break, I want to talk. There's one team I want to talk about, man. The L.A. Angels, twenty and eighteen right now, three games back in the NL West. Uh, of the Texas Rangers, who I, I, a lot of people would have bet the Rangers with the sure. money they've spent, they should be right they there. They should be right there. The Angels, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, arguably the two best players in baseball. And all of baseball. Shohei Otani is scheduled to be a free agent this year yeah. at the end of the season. I saw an article uh, that I think they've, uh, whoever wrote the article polled like 26 MLB execs and said, What's your prediction for Shohei's? agent contract you want to know what the average was of those 26 predictions got to be over 500 yeah 526 million dollars does he get it i'd be shocked if he doesn't i would too man (laughs) i mean the guy is arguably you can make a case for him being the best hitter and the best pitcher yeah yeah in baseball yep it's unreal but you know i mean we could we could talk about the the la angels for for 20 or 30 minutes yeah because you know it goes to the fact that baseball is a team game. Because you've got the two best players in the in the world on your team, and you can't make the playoffs. I saw there was a game a week or two ago. The Angels scored five runs. Otani and Trout accounted for all five runs, and mm-hmm. they lost. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we can talk about the Angels forever. I, you know, I'd love to see just from the Mike Trout standpoint. I'd love to see him make the playoffs. And I would too. And make a I run. Mean, Trout plays the game the so. Right way. I mean, he, yes, exactly. He plays it the right way, but yet he is just mired in mediocrity, yep. if not less than mediocrity for Agreed. his entire career. Um, John Henry, open your checkbook. Go ahead, go get Shohei Otani, please. <laughs> I'm going to throw that one out there. Yeah. That's going to do it for segment two of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Stay tuned. We're going to let you know what's going on in the NBA hardcourts in segment three. We are back with Sports Central. More sports for you in segment three, brought to you by the folks at Haven Coffee Roasters. Sending you back to your hosts, Justin and Paul LaFerrier. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this third segment of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. That's Paul. Talking sports with you this evening. We just touched on MLB there and obviously full swing right now in the middle of their season. And uh, NBA playoffs going on right now is... uh, they look to crown potentially a new champion there in the NBA on the hard courts, but Golden State's still alive, the defending champs. Speaking of Golden State, last night played game five of their series uh, against the L.A. Lakers in Golden State. The uh, Warriors needed to win to uh, keep that series alive. L.A. went into obviously went into game five last night, up 3-1 in that series, and Golden State came out with the W, 121-106. to 
They look to go back to L.A. now uh, for game six, which will be tomorrow night. I know you love both of these teams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to bet against Golden State. Okay. You know, I'm not, you know, I just can't. Steph Curry's done it so many times. You know? Yeah, I mean, with Steve Kerr, Steph Curry. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I will say this. Uh, you know what? Steve Kerr had an interesting take, and, and I'd be interested to see what you think. You know, you know FIBA, the the soccer governing body for international yeah, yeah. soccer, yep. they, have, they, they have penalties now for flopping. And Kerr was saying he thinks the NBA should look at that strongly. Agreed. I'm, I'm going to 100% agree with that, fully knowing that Marcus Smart, who plays for our team, is one of the is best. one of the best. At flying. Yeah. And, and Kerr even said that. He said, look, he said, I'll give him all the credit in the world. They sold it. Absolutely. But at some point or another, are, are we going to want our game to be like this? Because it's obvious. I mean, it's obvious when you're watching on TV that, you know, you, you, the guy's barely touched and he's falling like he got hit by a Mack truck. But I'm going to um, I'm gonna push back on Kerr on that one, too, because guys like Steph Curry oh, yeah. are horrible. Yeah. For well, the whole, some guy the barely league. brushes their hand and Steph he Curry lands down. in the first row of the seats. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, no, it's there's no doubt. I mean, it's the whole league. Yes. And, and to Kerr's point, he did say that. It was the whole league. But, you know, I don't. I think it's a valid point. Absolutely, I'd love I agree. to see more basketball and less acting. A hundred percent agree. A hundred percent agree. But I digress. Let's talk about the playoffs. Let's t- <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see what happens in that series. L.A. trying to knock off Golden State uh, in Game Six tomorrow night. But uh, also last night was another Game Five, and uh, Miami Heat taking on the New York Knickerbockers <laughs> there at MSG in New York City. The Knicks needed that win to uh, to stay alive as well. And uh, they got it. The New York Knicks knocked off the Heat 112-103 to 103 behind 38 points from Jalen Brunson, their big offseason signing there who has what just – a great signing that, that was. That kid, man. Yeah. I, he, he was great at Villanova. Yep. I remember him in Villa, at Villanova. He was fantastic for Jay right there at Villanova. Uh, but got drafted by the Mavericks and just – it was it – was, was never, you never heard yeah. anything. Yeah, because you got Luca Until last year. Right. And he, he – Turned it on when he right. had to in his contract year, right? And now he, he's cashed in. And you know that's it's bothered Cuban because when he comes out and basically blames it on his dad, his dad. Come on, <laughs> you know that bothered Cuban that it, they let him get away. But absolutely, the same, yeah, the kid is. He's done a great job for them. He's been, yeah, he's been, and I think one of for Jalen Brunson, not to say that he wasn't playing well all year because he was. I think he, that was one of the biggest All Star snubs oh, uh, this agreed. year. Yeah. But the trade that the Knicks made for Josh Hart, who was his backcourt mate yeah. at Villanova, yeah, was huge. Was perfect for Brunson. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm. I think it's good for the NBA to see the Knicks succeed. Agreed. You know, I mean, never been my favorite team by any nope. stretch imagination. Go back to John Starks and Patrick Ewing. And right, right. Never been my Charles favorite Oakley. Team, and I think it's very good that that New York. Well, I'll go ahead and say it. New York and L.A. need to succeed. That's and that's not just for the NBA. No, that's for that's, any. Yeah, that's yeah, any of the I major mean, two biggest markets in the country, and yep, you know it just helps the league as a whole when when those markets succeed. So before uh, before we we make picks for the rest of the NBA playoffs, let's talk the next two the other two series. We're gonna save uh, we're gonna save our series for last. Uh, so tonight uh, in Game Six, the second game tonight, Game Six, ten o'clock, the Denver Nuggets at the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets there. Who uh, a few people, a few of the pundits, 
have called Nikola Jokic probably one of the most boring players in the NBA. All he but does is win MVPs. The guy is just <laughs> <Yeah>. phenomenal. <laughs> All he does is win MVPs. I'm gonna. Uh, so. We'll preface this game going into tonight. Obviously, Phoenix Suns without Chris Paul. Yep. I saw today without DeAndre Ayton. Denver hmm. possibly, possibly without Jamal Murray because of an illness tonight. Does Phoenix extend it? Yep. I think so too. Yep. I think K- De- Denver in seven on that one. Yeah, KD and Devin Booker have been fantastic yeah, yeah. since Chris Paul went down. Yeah. Um, but at home. Yeah, I almost said Chris who, but. Yeah. <laughs> because they have been phenomenal without him. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in uh, Charles Barkley said it the other night, when Chris Paul went down, Phoenix sped up their pace because yeah. Cameron Payne, obviously a younger point guard, can right. move the ball. Chris Paul is uh, playing in cement boots yeah, I mean, because yeah. he's like 38 years old, right. but um, still one of the best point guards to ever play the game. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, I'd like to see Phoenix get there, man. Yeah. I'd like to see it. Um, I like Chris Paul. I'd yeah. love to see him I get a like ring. I'd see it for, for yeah, but I, I don't see it. I don't either. You know, no, I think I don't Denver either. in seven. The thing that killed Phoenix is they did not play enough, the three of them, Together. going into the postseason. Right. Being KD, Book, and Chris right. Paul. In my opinion, you see now that they've started to play a few games that yeah. they're playing well, much better. KD but. and Booker are the two, and they're uh, obviously proven that. We'll see what happens. I agree. I think it goes to Game Seven. All right, get the other Game Six tonight. Our Boston Celtics go to Philly to take on the Seventy Sixers. That's tough, man. Obviously, yeah, I we, read a thing we were talking about off the air where the Celtics are like eighteen and fourteen since the first yep. of April, first of March, something like that, and. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be. It depends on which they can. Can they win in Philly? Absolutely. Absolutely. They've already done it. Yeah, a couple, couple, three times. This yeah, year. they did it a couple times in the regular game season. three. Yeah, they and did. They did it in game three. They should have won game four. Yep. So, I I think Boston wins. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Gonna I'm say not going to bet thing. against our Celtics, no, but no, no, I'm going to say the same thing. They've got to run it through Jalen Brown. Yep. In I my think opinion, Boston. Boston wins in seven. They've got too much heart, too much defense, and yeah. uh, too much depth. I think they. I yeah, think there are there. guys that just flat care. I mean, a guy like Marcus Smart's going to yes. do whatever. Al he Horford. Has to. Horford's the same way. Yep. yep. Don't you know Al Horford wants to beat Philadelphia? You know it, man. <laughs> All right. Before we get the hook for segment three, let's make our picks. Take it to the bank. Who's in the NBA Finals and who wins it all? You know the four, the eight teams that are left. Uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> well, of course, I'm going to play the Homer card here. But do I'm, it. I'm going to go Denver and Boston. Okay. You know, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go Boston. Let's, you, I don't think anybody can argue that against yeah. you. And Boston, obviously, the two seed in the East, Denver, the right. one seed in the West. Um, I yeah, I agree. I think that whoever wins the Boston Philly series comes out of the East. Yep. <sighs> For the heck of it, dude, I'm going Boston Lakers. Oh, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Oh my. I'm going Boston Lakers. Nice. Can you imagine the TV ratings? I think the Lakers win it uh, tomorrow night. I think they knock out Golden State tomorrow night. Um, and I think they can beat Denver. Yeah. I, I think they can. So I'm going to go Boston, L.A., but I'm going to stick with Boston as well. I'm not betting against the Celtics. There you go. To win it all. You heard it here first. Don't uh, don't bet the house uh, on yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't bet the house on it either. <laughs> That's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen, for segment three of Sports Century here on Talk Radio 96.7. Stay with us. We'll be right back to uh, let you know what's going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. And we're back with segment four of Sports Central, brought to you this uh, segment by the folks at Hollywood Signs. And your hosts for the evening, Justin and Paul LaFerriere. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the fourth and final segment here of Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. That's Paul. And we're going to let you know what's going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. Always a litany of events every single weekend, especially this time of year, uh, although it is coming into kind of a slower time frame, but we still got some pretty big events coming up. For any information on the events we touch on and anything else going on, check us out. Visit centralflorida.org or centralfloridasports.com. Take it away. All right, upcoming events. Mach 3 Volleyball AAU Tangerine Tango from 513 to 514 at the Winter Haven Advent Health Fieldhouse. And uh, not this coming weekend, but uh, I believe that's next week into next weekend. The ACO Cornhole Major going to be taking place at Camp Margaritaville Resort out there in Auburndale. That is a fantastic RV resort. Um, those participants in that cornhole major are going to enjoy the heck out of that venue. I'm a, have you ever watched those? Uh, I watched. Uh, I've, yes. It's amazing. Well, I watched it a few years back when uh, the ACL, uh, American Cornhole League, had a tournament at the Avent Hill Fieldhouse. Yeah. I actually saw that on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. Logo was all over the place. I watch entirely too much ESPN. Yes, you but. do. Uh, <laughs> but that was the year after um, Devontae Smith won the sure. Heisman Trophy. Sure. Mac Jones and Devontae Smith were there playing in that tournament. No kidding. Yeah, in, in little old Winter Haven, Polk County. Polk yeah. County. Yeah, FHSAA Boys Volleyball Finals. Uh, again, next weekend, 519-520 at Polk State College in Winter Haven. The perfect game, Sunshine State Invitational, taking place this weekend at the Lake Myrtle Sports Complex over there in Auburndale. It's a great, uh, great opportunity to catch some uh, youth baseball out there. Uh, how about the WABA summer kickoff, 519 to 521 at the NERP baseball fields? That's NERP, Northeast Polk, Northeast Regional Polk, yep. out there near the Welcome Center. Uh, I missed one there. The FCSAA state tournament going on this weekend over at Publix Field at Joker Marchant Stadium. Uh, I believe that's uh, JUCO. Um, I believe junior college, oh, all right. if I had to guess. Don't quote me on that. Maybe we'll look up what FCSAA is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's another one for you. SSUSA, Polk County Senior Showcase. <laughs> I know that one. Uh, 520 and 521. Out um, at Auburndale Softball Complex. Okay. That's Senior Softball USA. I know what that one is. Right. We're going to have to talk to the people <laughs> we know who do the, these and let, we, let them know the old man doesn't know all the acronyms. They need to spell out the acronyms. <laughs> I got that for you, by uh, the way. What is it? Go ahead. Florida College System Activities Association. Okay, so it could be junior college. I, I think it is. I think. <laughs> Don't quote me on that one. But It, uh, it says Division One and Division Two baseball. So Okay. So it's definitely college. Yeah. We got that much. A uh, National Softball Association Memorial Day tournament, NSA, taking place in a few weeks out at the Counter 555 Softball Complex there in Bartow, as well as Christina Softball Complex in South Lakeland. All right. Now, Prospect Wire or Weir Memorial Weekend Wire. Classic, uh, 527 to 530. So, again, a few weeks out at the Lake Myrtle Baseball Complex and the Northeast Recreation Northeast Regional Park. Yeah, those places. <laughs> Baseball fields. We're going to have a test yeah. when we get off air here for all these it. acronyms. <laughs> hey, uh, something that uh, – a name I haven't seen in quite a while. The John Marotti. How cool. Florida Cup taking place uh, in a while. <laughs> we'll call it in a yeah. while. June 10th and 11th 
out at the Lake Myrtle baseball fields there, Lake Myrtle Sports Complex there at Auburndale. I remember playing in the John Marotti Classic, man. Yep. Every single year. He was huge in, in Polk County. American uh, Legion. American Legion. Big, big time there at Winter Haven and uh, high school baseball. Yep. So uh, that's cool to still see. Uh, the field isn't the field or the, the the clubhouse or the dugout or something or the press box or – Yes, something, something there. Winter something Haven is, is named, named after, after him. him. I can't remember. That's twenty years ago, man. Coach Saliba, <laughs> forgive me for that, but I don't remember. That's twenty years ago. Yep. That either one of us have been. <laughs> um, but like I said, for more information on any and all events going on here in Central Florida, Polk County, check us out. Visit centralflorida.org, centralfloridasports.com. Hey, and if you want to talk to a person, come on out. See me and my team at the Central Florida Welcome Center, quarter mile south of Interstate Four in Davenport on Highway Twenty. Seven, I will mention, we talked about all of the uh, the three high school teams that are still in the regional tournaments for baseball, pursuing a state title or state tournament bid, and hopefully a state title there. Uh, if they do win it, you can rest assured they're going to be honored at the Polk County All Sports Awards and Hall of Fame ceremony taking place over at the RP Funding Center. That's June 13th over there. It's always a great night where we showcase the best of the best in high school and collegiate athletics here in Polk County and, and celebrate those young men and women that have had fantastic years, whether that's through winning state tournaments, through as a team, as an individual, uh, or just excelling in athletics over there at the uh, Polk County All Sports Awards and the uh, Hall of Fame ceremony. I know um, Coach McGriff down there in Bartow, he's getting inducted this year in the Polk County Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, yeah. Terrence McGriff, yep. he's getting inducted this year. Um, and forgive me, there's a few other, obviously a few other names that are right. getting inducted this year. They he's escape gonna, me right now. He's done a heck of a job for, for quite um, a while at Bartow. I, uh, I heard this past uh, this past uh, few days ago that uh, he's got quite the contingency coming to celebrate him that night. Good for him. As he should. As he should, for he sure. Is, uh, he has had an incredible career there in Bartow. So uh, it should be a fun night. June 13th again over there at the RP Funding Center. Uh, I do want to mention, because we for, we neglected to mention it when we were talking about baseball, the Lakeland Flying Tigers still playing over there at Publix Field at Joker Marching Stadium. Uh, out there at um, Minor League Baseball, they are the single-A affiliate of the Detroit Tigers. Right now, not having a fantastic year, but that's okay. They're 12-17 and 17 there in the Florida State League. Um, they always have a fun-filled evening over there going on. They do a theme night. It seems like every single night right. they've got something going on, whether Dollar Dog Night or fireworks on Saturdays. They got mother. They got a Mother's Day brunch this Sunday. Oh, that's awesome. Um, as well. So uh, if you're looking for something to do, need uh, an event to get outside and enjoy some good baseball, go check them out, and Lakeland Flying Tigers. If you've never been there, I mean, you, you're missing a fantastic complex. Oh, it, there's a reason it's been rated the best minor league baseball right. uh, stadium for the last complex. three or four years. You know, if you've got young kids that, that like baseball and want to play baseball, sh- take them out there and show them what it looks like yep. to play with the big boys, so to speak. And, and, and it's just a beautiful complex. Absolutely. And, you know, I, we, I, not that we wish ill will on anybody, but if there happens to be a major league name that's on a rehab assignment from an injury or something. You never know. Quite often they end up in Lakeland for a game or two sure. on that rehab assignment. So you never know what kind of names you're going to see. Uh, I do want to mention, because Mother's Day is this weekend, uh, the Mayfair Classic, oh, Lake Mayfair, right. Mayfair, uh, Mayfair going to be taking Mayfair place. Mayfair on the Lake. Mayfair on the Lake. Yeah, not Classic, excuse yeah. me. Going to be taking place this Saturday and Sunday, uh, May 13th and 14th there at Lake Morton. Mm-hmm. Always a jam-packed art show. Live entertainment, yeah. food, all kinds of art vendors out there. It's usually a fun weekend. Um, hopefully no, yeah, the weather holds out. It's a and, great uh, event. Great event. Yeah. Your granddaughter might actually be there this weekend. She may be. She <laughs> yeah. may be. 
Um, but uh, well, I'll take the opportunity to give a shout out to uh, my wife, uh, as well as uh, my stepmother, uh, who may be listening right now. She may be. You never uh, know. Great, uh, great examples of mothers, both uh, both young women there. Absolutely. Um, we we got three minutes. Um, so we're going to fill that time. Don't worry, folks. We are going to fill that time. (laughs) My son and I have no problem whatsoever talking about sports. We didn't get a chance to talk about it in the NBA. We were talking about it off the, uh, off the air though, but the all NBA teams were announced last night and uh, we'll go back to talk about the Boston Celtics because there's two gentlemen that were both named to the all NBA teams. Of course, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are definitely the two best players on those teams. Jason Tatum named to the first team all NBA team. And Jalen Brown named to the second team All-NBA team. And because they got those nods in the All-NBA team, they're eligible for Supermax contracts this year, yep. this offseason. I saw Jason Tatum eligible for, don't quote me on the number, but like $315 million. And Brown eligible, Jalen Brown eligible for $286 million in Supermax extensions. Yeah. I mean, you know. Any chance they keep, the Celtics keep both guys? <laughs> <laughs> And not, not without ticket prices <laughs> He's going up. He's said, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not without ticket prices going up. Right. You know? And, and, Boston's a market that could support it, but sure. if they keep both those guys, you got to think the rest of the contracts or the rest of the roster is going to be filled yeah. out with guys like Al Horford on vet, veteran Veteran minimums, and you know, and Al's already said. I did. I think he's already said this is it. Yeah, I think Al's done. So, oh. but you know, I mean, a guy like then when it gets to the point, I mean, a guy like Marcus Smart, you're not going to keep. Nope. And, and the guy's the heart and soul. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be able to keep him. No, not at There's all. There's no way. I think, I, and you and I are both realistic enough to know that um, Tatum's the guy they keep, and uh, unfortunately, I think Jalen Brown's going to be the guy that. Which is which is unfortunate because I think Jalen Brown uh, makes that team go as much as. He's a fantastic ball but player. He's the perfect. I don't want to say yeah. second fiddle, but yep. second superstar. Yep. You so know, to speak. you know how I wouldn't be surprised there was money at him. Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, wouldn't shock me the least. Imagine him next to Luka Doncic. Right. Yeah. You know that's whether or not they. Yeah. The whole issue there will be Kyrie. Right. What do they do with Kyrie Irving? Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, if I've got anything to do with running an NBA team, and I hope he's not listening, but I would have nothing to do with that guy. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Before yeah. before we get the hook, I'm gonna because obviously we are father and son sitting here talking sports. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out there to you, and I know there's no love lost when it comes to a gentleman like LeBron James. But he has stated multiple times that in two years, when his son Bronny is eligible for the NBA, you got to figure he's going to be one and done in college. Yeah. He wants to play with his son. Mm-hmm. Be cool to watch. I would love it. Be cool to see. I would love it for him. You know, would love it for him. Now, and you know what? Somebody's going to take a chance. Whether whether his son, you know, you hear all kinds of talk about. Yeah, he's not that good. The only reason he's even getting these offers is because whose son he is, and so on and so forth. But. You know, tell me a team that wouldn't take him just to get LeBron James Absolutely. To, to play for him. Absolutely. Even for one year. I, I would, I'm going to love to see it if it does happen. I, I agree with you. Ladies and gentlemen, this time flies by. That is going to do it for this edition of Sports Center here on Talk Radio 96.7. For my father, Paul LaFerrier, I'm Justin LaFerrier. We'll be back same time, same station next week.